Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Charles. Enjoy. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 81 of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast. As always, it's your host, Charles, and today we've got a great one for you. So I'm going to be sitting down with Mike. His handle is Double Spending. You might know him from Twitter. And we're going to be talking about how he went from zero, you know, complete noob in 2017 to the top of the hero leaderboard, the trading leaderboard. Uh, but before we do that, I'm just going to give a quick shout out to my sponsors. You guys know the drill. The first is Roundly X. If you haven't created an account yet, after all of my talk, I commend you, but I encourage you to do it now. These guys are the acorns of crypto. What you do is you link your debit and credit cards. And every time that you make a purchase, it rounds that purchase up to the next dollar and invests that spare change into Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. You can choose which one. There is a link in the description below. Again, if you haven't already signed up and created an account, I encourage you to do it now. And the second is CoinFlex. They are the first physically delivered crypto futures exchange. It's a little bit of a mouthful, uh, but these guys have got some cool stuff going on, which is why I took them on as a sponsor. The first being that they have some of the lowest, if not the lowest fees in the market, depending on how much flex you own. And on top of that, they're going to be giving away $10,000 a day. Starting next week, they're going to be running these bracket order competitions. A couple of my friends on Twitter have actually participated, one of which won. I think they took third place. Uh, so if you haven't yet, there's a link in the description below. Go sign up, start learning how to use the exchange. And next week, when these competitions start running, you can compete for your share of $10,000 daily. Now let's get to the show. So Mike, before we really get into things, talk about your story, talk about here on the leaderboard and your trading strategy, do you think you could just give us a little bit of background on yourself and what you were doing before you found cryptocurrencies? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So first of all, thanks for, for having me on. Um, so my name is Mike. I go by at double spending on Twitter and, uh, I'm an owner in a business which services the home building industry and been doing that for the last 10 years. So it's pretty busy and been enjoying it. Uh, I got into Bitcoin, you know, because of the, the promise of riches <laughs> and, uh, I got in in late 2017. So September 2017, um, you know, kind of when I started noticing, uh, people in some of the, the online chats I was in started talking about it a lot. And, uh, I actually tried to buy the dip when there was that China FUD. Um, but if you remember anything about that time, it wasn't as easy as just being able to jump in and, and buy crypto. Um, you know, I live in Canada, so it made things a little bit more difficult. Um, there was one big exchange here and it was Quadriga. <laughs> so I don't know if you remember Quadriga. Oh, yes, I do. But, but yes, it would have been uh, probably September or October of 2017 when I 
submitted my information and at that time application to get an account at Quadriga. Uh, I think that process took 12 weeks. So by the time I was able to actually log into my account and buy some Bitcoin, um, it was December 17th. <laughs> yeah, so, it, was, it was the so literal the top. top. Yeah. yeah. Absolute top. Man, you, uh, so I, I, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I, I didn't just buy Bitcoin. Uh, I bought uh, Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash. Um, you might remember that Bitcoin Cash got listed on Coinbase in December. Um, that was the exact day I made my first purchase. Oh, I was, my God. I was driving home. I checked my blockfolio and uh, Bitcoin Cash was up 75%. And then by the time I got home, it was up 120%. I thought that this was laughably easy. And <laughs> in my mind, uh, I was already retired. Okay, man. I, I Should I should I reschedule and should we get you on my new podcast? Or you know, what's going on here? <laughs> losers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the crypto is depressing because you bought the top. You bought Bitcoin Cash. It... I don't know if it was every exchange, but I remember specifically looking at my Coinbase account and it got up to like four grand. And um, I think I sold somewhere at like 2K or something like that. It froze and like I obviously didn't know exactly what I was doing back then. Uh, but you bought, you know, the very, very top. And I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. It's really great that you're still here and that we're talking now. Um, I also really like that you're a business owner uh, and it's outside of crypto. This is the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast, but I very much enjoy speaking with all types of business owners. Uh, but the main thing that I wanted to talk about today was that you bought the top and then you slowly worked your way up to the top of the hero leaderboard. And uh, I don't know if everyone knows what hero is, uh, but they've kind of gamified crypto. You can take these five minute bets on, you know, up or down pretty much. I'm not, you know, extremely well versed. It's been a while since I've seen any hero posting on the timeline. Uh, I know they did a big push a little while back. And I think that's when I actually reached out to schedule with you. Um, so can you just talk about, you know, your crypto journey from buying the top to actually making it to the top of a, you know, trading competition leaderboard? Because that's, that's huge progress right there. And I feel like people can learn a lot from your story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, one thing about buying the top is, is you don't know it's the top, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, when I saw those gains on, on Bitcoin cash, you know, I had sold out of those and, um, took my profit. Um, you know, from there I bought some, some altcoins. I bought Tron of all coins and Tron did a really nice pump. In January, so again, I was able to to make some money. Uh, the price of Bitcoin was going down, but no one was really too worried about it. You know, it was just another dip, as far as everyone's concerned. Um, so I just kept on trying to build the amount of BTC I had through altcoins and and ICOs. Um, you know, that went on for a few months, and I don't know if you remember, but uh, March and April of 2018 were were pretty good months. Um, a lot of coins that I was in um, had some nice gains. And after that, things started to kind of go south. 
Um, so, you know, you had the summer and the fall and I, and I really started to lose interest in crypto. And, uh, I was just really thinking about cashing everything in and, and getting out. And, uh, it was at that time I got an email, um, you know, one of these early type companies, uh, that I was interested in, uh, back then. The deal was you, you found out about a company, you went to their website and you got into their telegram group and that would give you, you know, any information you needed to, um, buy the tokens when they became available. So one of these companies was Hero. Um, I actually heard about it through Bitcoin Birch on Twitter. Um, he mentioned something about the guys who built DraftKings were building some sort of crypto platform. So immediately I jumped in, put my email address down, joined the Telegram. A um, few weeks or months went by and it was kind of the end of uh, 2018 when I got the email being invited into the beta for Hero. Um, so I joined it at the time. There was only a few people, I think less than a hundred and kind of taking a look at some of these names of the people that were in there. They were all the, the big accounts from, from Twitter. And then there's me. I have like 200 Twitter followers. So, you know, I don't know how I got in there, but uh, I just did my best to keep my mouth shut and, and learn as much as I could. So some of the people in there, um, well, Ledger and Messiah. Those, those two people in the hero telegram room, um, really helped me out because I remember one night they were fighting about risk management and what's the best risk management strategy. Um, so really just listening to, you know, what they had to say about position sizing and how much of your portfolio you should bet, uh, sorry, play with at, at any given time. Um, you know, that really, opened my eyes and and had me looking at the whole crypto space a lot differently. Um, so with those risk management strategies, um, I actually started winning and then winning and winning and winning. And then they opened up a leaderboard and I just happened to be on top of the leaderboard. So, you know, all of a sudden crypto became a lot of fun again. And uh, I was really learning a lot about looking at charts, uh, identifying support and resistance, um, and, and identifying trends. So, so that kind of really helped me get invigorated with crypto again and um, really got me into margin trading, you know, gave me the confidence I needed to, to start an account at BitMEX and Deribit and things like that. So, so it's been a lot of fun. That's a truly inspiring story, man. I feel like, you know, so many people do it kind of backwards where they buy and they immediately start trading and then become more of this investor as they realize they can't trade. Uh, but you kind of made some quick flips um, and then actually started to hone your trading skills. Big shout out to Ledger and Messiah um, for kind of helping you along the way. Um, I, I remember, you know, back when that launched, it was like every big name on Twitter was talking about Hero. Everyone was gunning for that top spot on the leaderboard. <laughs> And I didn't know you at the time. And I was like, who's this Mike guy or double spending? I think was your actual you know, title on the leaderboard. Um, and I was like, I got to talk to him because like, I, I know all these other big, big names. And this guy, you, he's just, you know, by himself doing his thing up at the top of the leaderboard. Um, Nobody, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was trying to dance around that. That's fine. That That's fine. I know. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, no, it, it, it was crazy because like, you know, you see these big names that everyone thinks is this, you know, great trader and they all are great traders. Uh, and then you're just some small account, you know, some nobody, as you put it, I don't want to say it, um, right at the top. And it's crazy to hear this story of just, you know, getting in in 2017 and then becoming this, you know, fantastic trader. Um, so, you know, to, to cut you off a little bit, I, I, I would consider myself a fantastic trader by any means. Um, <laughs> you know, with, with Hero, it's, it's gamified. It's very easy. There, there's not a lot of risk. Um, you know, the big thing for me was, you know, everybody seems so established and everybody just knows everything. Um, it's very hard or, I mean, I felt it very hard to, to ask questions and learn because, you know, I felt that people made you, you feel stupid for not knowing. Um, so it was really hard to, to grow. And, you know, when you try to, to research some of this stuff online, it's, it's very overwhelming and you just really don't know where to start. And, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, Messiah came on as, uh, an employee with Hero. And one of the things that, that happened to that Telegram group is it, it kind of turned in or from, um, a place that we just talked about the game into a place they call the trading pit where, um, they really teach you how to, to look at charts and analyze charts and they you know they did uh twitch streams and and told you how to draw levels and things like that so you really start to learn and you don't really have to ask the questions that y- you feel make you feel dumb i don't know if that makes sense to anybody else but <laughs> oh no i think that was i think everyone that can relate to that yeah so so you just you get a little bit of knowledge you get a little bit of confidence um and then you can just get into it slowly and and see how it goes yeah man i huge shout out to messiah i feel like he is one of the most approachable people in the space i you know i talked to him about getting on the show and i feel like he's just so you know so smart and like i was trying to figure out what we could talk about that i would have at least a little bit of knowledge on and i feel like the dude is just like in a league of his own but he's also so approachable and you know, a very kind, good-hearted person who wants to see others succeed. And I'm really glad that he put that kind of trading room together. Um, so can we actually get into your now trading strategy? Because you said you did jump on, you know, BitMEX and Darabit and stuff like that. Uh, so, and, you know, you mentioned a little bit of stuff that you're looking for, like you support and resistance, you're drawing levels. Uh, can you actually get into your trading strategy a little bit more? So that my listeners can kind of, you know, go through those same steps you did. Because you said, you know, it's very hard at the beginning. It's very overwhelming. So can you give my audience kind of those first couple basic steps or first things that you needed to learn uh, and then talk about your actual trading strategy? Uh, absolutely. Um, so, you know, if I were to think about opening up a position, um, Typically, the first thing I would do is I would open up a new Bitcoin chart. I'd start with uh, the yearly candles. I would draw my support and resistance lines on extremely high timeframes. Then I'd move down to monthly, draw the same levels. I'd move to weekly and then maybe daily uh, if the the chart isn't messed up with with a bunch of lines already. Um, You know, from there, I'll just kind of zoom in into like a reasonable time frame maybe a, a week or or so and just take a look at where the price is if if we're in the middle of uh, a couple of those lines um, i'll wait until we either get up to 
resistance where I would consider opening a short, or if we get down to support, I would think about opening a log. That's, that's basically it. <laughs> that's, you know, very, very, very simple. But I feel like everyone I've talked to has, if they're, how often are you trading first? Let me ask that. Uh, well, I'll open a trade and uh, I'll leave it open until my target is hit or until I start to see um, indications that pricing may be going the other way. Um, but like on on average, because this is this strategy, you said you're, you know, week, monthly, weekly, sometimes daily. Uh, so how often are you seeing that we are hitting these levels? Like I'm just trying to get an idea of how many trades you take, say, per week or per month? You know, it, it's it's kind of been maybe one to two per week. Okay. Um, you know, there are times where uh, maybe I will close along and then open a short uh, pretty quick. Um, so I guess that would be, you know, two trades. Um, so I, I just try not to, to overtrade. There we go. Okay, so it's a lot more hands-off than the hero stuff because that was you know the five minute chart right yes okay so that's that was a lot yeah (laughs) very overwhelming um no i appreciate having the guys on who kind of you know trade a little bit less i would say uh because a lot of the people that listen to my show probably have some sort of day job uh, and they can't be sitting at the chart looking at the five minute chart trying to you know trade away um but you know you open the monthly, weekly, and daily. And I think the biggest thing that you're talking about here is that you don't take trades. Like you can close your chart if you don't see any trades available. I feel like so many people that reach out to me, they say, you know, I feel like I'm always in a trade. I always got to be taking a trade. Uh, And what I've heard from everybody and what I've come to learn is that sometimes it's better to just close the chart, not take a trade, don't zoom in even further trying to find a trade. Um, but it's, it's, it's a very simple strategy that you have, and yet it's very effective. Um, can we even take it a step back for my audience that, you know, hardly knows anything? When you say you draw levels, can you go through that a little bit more? How are you looking for these support and resistance levels? Um, so that, you know, like you, when you knew nothing, um, you know, can you help those kind of guys out? Absolutely. So, um, where, you know, how I learned this was, was watching the, uh, the hero Twitch streams. Um, so what, uh, they, they taught me was, you know, you zoom out, um, you set your, uh, time frame to, let's just say monthly, monthly candles, right? Um, and then what Messiah had us do is, uh, I hope I'm not going to get in trouble for, for spilling the beans, but uh, you, you switch from candle view to line view. And it's a lot easier to identify levels, I've found, is if you switch it to line view. Um, you mark out your levels, you switch it back to candle view. And then I'll switch the time frame, go into a weekly or a daily, um, and repeat the process. Okay, so have never heard anyone say that actually. And maybe I just haven't talked with Messiah enough. Um, I don't know many people that pull up the line chart. Why, why is it that you think it's easier to find levels using the line chart? If I may ask. 
the line chart doesn't really incorporate wicks, and, and it's it's a lot easier to see the squiggly lines sort of where they line up uh, for me anyway. Um, you know, if you just open up a chart right now, um, switch it from candle to line, um, it's pretty apparent where where the levels are uh, once you <laughs> drop your numbers down. I get that there are people that that uh, you know live the charts and and they can you know identify these levels just at a quick glimpse. Um, that's not me though. So no, and I, I, I feel I like it's this process. Yeah, no, I feel like it's not a lot of my audience either. Cause trading is very difficult. There are a very small percentage of people that are able to make it work. So I, I really, you know, appreciate having people on who can quote unquote, dumb it down for the people. Um, and the fact that you're kind of getting rid of the wicks, taking, taking out a little bit of the noise, it just anything to make it easier for my audience, I think is, is beneficial. Uh, so I, I appreciate you kind of walking us through your process, what you've done. I feel like, <clears throat> sorry, I feel like you're a perfect example for my audience of somebody who's gone from quote unquote zero to hero. Um, excuse the pun. That was really <laughs> fucking lame. I caught it. Don't worry. I, caught I, I, I didn't even, I wasn't even trying to say it and <laughs> I caught it as I was saying it. I hate myself for that. Um, but no, I, I do really appreciate that. Um, you know, if, is there anything else that you're looking for? Cause I feel like that's, it's such a simple strategy, um, and effective, but my audience might be thinking there's got to be a little bit more to it. So I just want to poke a little bit more, try to prod a little bit more out of you. Is there anything else that you're doing? But before we get to that question, I do just want to thank our third and final sponsor, they are sponsoring this episode only, and it is the Pay app. Their Twitter handle is get underscore pay. I love what these guys are doing. I'm a big proponent of sponsors that help my guests out at no cost to them. So how these guys work is you download the app, you link your credit cards, and then anytime that you make a purchase at one of their partnered merchants, you will receive some Bitcoin or cash back, your choice. Uh, this really is a way to slowly grow your Bitcoin stack over time without any changes to your life whatsoever. For example, I went out, I got some coffee, I got some lunch today. I received cash back for both of those purchases. Sorry, Bitcoin back, I should say. So you're saying cash back because of credit cards. But unlike credit cards, these guys average around 5% back per purchase and they are partnered with over 120,000 merchants. So pretty much anywhere you go, you can receive some Bitcoin back. If this at all interests you, there is a link in the description below. I highly encourage you guys to sign up, start getting Bitcoin back for your purchases, and start growing that Bitcoin stack today. Now let's get back to that question. Not really. You know, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll exercise. I'll exercise patience. So there we go. You know, if 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 I miss a trade, then big deal. You know, the price will be back there, there and it'll go. be back there soon. So there's no real reason to uh, trade mid range or or force a trade. In in my opinion, because uh, the price of Bitcoin is so volatile that you know the the entry you miss today will be a great entry again tomorrow. Right. <laughs> it's it's uh, so fast paced and. I feel like people kind of feel like they constantly need to be trading because things are moving so quickly. But if you take a step back and you don't take a trade, 
there will be one available very soon, which I feel like people don't understand. Um, another quick question I would say, uh, because you're doing more of the, you know, hands-off approach, you're looking at weekly, daily, and monthly, how often are you then checking in on your position? Because I feel like that's another thing that people struggle with is they'll enter a trade and then they'll start to zoom in to the, say, you know, four hour, hour, 30 minutes, down to five minute uh, candles and they stress themselves out and they, you know, eventually end up exiting the trade. How often are you checking on it? What are you doing to kind of just let the trades play out? This I'm probably very bad at this, but uh, you know I'll I'll keep uh, my trade open on in a tab all day, and I sort of just check it periodically. Um, you know, typically if I start to get and I, I stole this from Prince, <laughs> if I start to get anxious and want to take a photo of my P and L and send it to everybody, I will uh, close out my position uh, because typically when you're thinking. It's just going to keep on making money is when things reverse and, and you lose all those gains, right? So, you know, I, I keep it open all the time. I look at it all the time. However, I just, I try to remain, um, I try to just remain unbiased with what I'm seeing and just, just trust my levels. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's okay to check on, check in on it as long as you're not stressing yourself out and exiting a trade because of it, you know, you kind of just stick to the plan, let things play out. And then when you're sick to your stomach with your, your unrealized P and L that's when you close (laughs) market close, right? (laughs) (laughs) I've been there. I'm like, wow, that's looking real big. I'm, I'm just going to get out of this and, you know, take the rest of the day off. Um, but okay, man, I, I really appreciate you kind of walking us through your strategy. Again, I do want to just let my audience know that it's such a simple strategy and so many people can make it work. You just need to, you know, get rid of all that noise, get rid of all those fancy indicators uh, and really just get back to the basics and you'll find that it does work extremely well. Um, so you've walked us through that. I usually like to ask my guests this normally because they've got, you know, some sort of business that they're running and they've got something in the pipeline for the next 12 months. Uh, you're trading. I don't know. You might have some interesting stuff going on. Uh, can you just walk us through anything that you're excited for in the next year or so? Um, you know, in the last few weeks, I've been pretty excited about Hero again. Um, you know, a couple of the guys... They, they went away last summer. Um, and, uh, Simon, Simon is one of the, the French guys I had met through the hero community. And he popped up again in the last, uh, couple of weeks with a bot that he created. Um, and, you know, gave me access to, to test that bot. So he's doing, uh, automated strategies for hero. And I've been really excited about that. Some people are making some some real nice money just running a bot. So uh, I've been trying to log in and, and figure out how to use it and and what strategies are the best in that. Because um, especially with the, the BTC game, I don't know if people know. You know, you can play Moonwrecked either with the Hero token or you can play it with BTC. Um, so my goal and my plan is is to to use this bot and just make a ton of btc over the next year right on man i uh 
you know, when I, when I hear bot, it just brings me back to horror stories from Twitter just because so many people have gotten wrecked on this bot. And so I, I hate people who just like shill random bots. Um, but I, for some reason, I don't know what it is, but the hero community, they, they all seem like they want each other to succeed. They're all very helpful. And for you to talk about Simon and his bot, I, I feel like that's something that I can trust just based on your word, which is crazy. And it's not something that people preach in the crypto community. It's, you know, trust, don't trust, verify, but you know, it's weird. You guys, you guys are all doing a lot of cool shit. Um, I've talked with Messiah a couple times um, and hero also kind of fell off, you know, in my opinion, um, is there anything big that they're planning other than kind of the guys in the group? Yeah, I, I think what had happened was, uh, you know, they, they tried to get ahead of the game and uh, restricted US IPs. Um, and as, as you know, that's, that's tough on the community, right? A lot of these, uh, people through crypto Twitter are Americans. So all of a sudden they don't have, um, access to the game anymore and they're not talking about it anymore. Uh, but from, you know, what I've been seeing in the, the rooms and whatnot, uh, the big focus has been on Asian markets. Um, actually just got word today that they're doing a pretty major, um, UX and UI upgrade and overhaul that should be ready soon. So, you know, they're still around, still working. Um, you know, the big sort of thing was the, the focus from, um, just the game itself to the, the trading pit where it was about education and, and helping people, um, determine, you know, the best way that they can trade. And I don't know if you've seen on, on Twitter or whatnot, but they, they do have a hero bot where, um, it just, pulls up a, a random altcoin chart uh, automatically with lines and levels drawn on it uh, for people to make decisions if if they want to get into a trade or not. So um, all this automation stuff is just is really interesting and, and a lot of people are working really hard on on making it work. So, you know, that stuff is really exciting to me and, and to see where, where they take it in the next, uh, you know, few weeks, months or, or years. Um, that's really what I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with them. Yeah, man, they've got, they've got some very smart people working with them. And, uh, like you said, they've got some people who are working really hard and they're working hard to make it very easy for everybody else. You talk about the fact that it just pulls up an alt chart with lines and levels drawn out. It's like, that's every trader's dream right there, or at least every beginner's trade when, you know, they want to at least learn how to draw these support and resistance levels. So I'm looking forward to more of the stuff that they roll out. Is there anything big with you personally? Do you have anything special going on? Uh, no, <laughs> I got a, a company, I've got a family. Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just always busy. Uh, I'm just trying to, make my money work for me. I mean, I think that's, that's everyone's goal is to have, you know, well, here I'll share something with you as, you know, one of my, my mentors, um, 10 or 15 years ago told me that, you know, his goal was to have 10 things that paid him 20 grand a year. So I thought, okay, well, that, that sounds easy. And, you know, 10 or 15 years went by and I'm trying to make my list and, and write these things down. Okay. Well, what do I got now? I got my job. I got, you know, rental properties. I got investments. I got crypto. So all of a sudden there, there's five of those things. And, and I'm still looking for, you know, more ways to earn additional income. And if you could have, you know, like you said, 10 things that pay 20 grand a year, 
um, all of a sudden that's, that's, that's not a bad way to <laughs> no, spend, spend your time, right? Yeah. You're sitting, you're sitting pretty, especially when you can make some of those things a little bit more hands off, obviously, you know, a job, if you're working a job and that's paying 20 grand a year, that's kind of taking up a lot of your time. Um, the goal is to kind of step back, step away, let your money work for you. And that's kind of the whole, you know, premise of the show is entrepreneurs and ways to make more money. Um, so I, I really much, or fuck, Jesus Christ, my brain's not working. Uh, I very much appreciate you sitting down. Um, you know, before we go, I always like to get one big tip and, you know, you've kind of walked us through your story and what, you know, you did as a beginner and what helped you as a beginner. But if you had to pick one thing, like the biggest tip for people who are brand new to trading, have never made a trade in their life. What's your tip for them? You know, I've listened to a couple of your podcasts and, and I've thought about this, uh, you know, biggest tip. And, you know, for me, I feel it's just really be patient, you know, let the market come to you, whether that's with crypto, whether traditional markets, uh, whether you're thinking about buying a house, you know, you don't need to, to rush out and, and buy something immediately. Um, think about it, do your research. Uh, determine what you think is a fair value for whatever it is you want to buy and see if that price comes to you. Uh, you know, what I've found in the last five or so years is, is more often than not, the price always comes to you. I, I absolutely love it. And I know that's something that's much easier said than done, especially in, in these markets. You know, everything is go, go, go. I feel like everyone on Twitter is always going off about something and there's a lot of noise, which makes it very hard to be patient. Uh, but if you can remove yourself from all of that and like you're saying, let price come to you, you will be extremely successful in this industry. Uh, some of the guys I know who are, you know, top of the mech's leaderboard or, you know, some of the most well-known traders on Twitter they're very, very down to earth, very cool guys who just kind of let things happen. They've developed their trading strategy and they stick to it and they keep their cool under pressure. And I think that's why they've been so successful. So I appreciate that you've really put some thought into it. Sometimes I have some biggest tip. It's some BS. So I think that is actually a very wonderful tip. So I appreciate you giving that some thought. Uh, before we go, is there anything else that you'd like my audience to know? Uh, again, no, I'm just, uh, I'm just one of those guys that's sort of like along for the ride. You know, I don't have any profound statements or, or anything like that, that everyone needs to uh, go check out. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, enjoy it, you know, be patient. Um, you know, learn, just, just pay attention to what people are saying. Uh, you don't have to agree with it. Uh, you know, one of the, the biggest things for me learning about how to understand charts is, uh, now when somebody posts a chart, um, I can decide whether or not I agree or not with that person. And, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty cool in itself. So, you know, just, just educate yourself and, uh, empower yourself to, to make better decisions. You say you don't have anything profound to say, and then you drop some very profound shit. So <laughs> no, man, I, I, I like it. I, I feel like you're, I, I don't want to, I don't know how to say this without saying like an asshole or being rude, but I feel like you're very relatable to the everyday guy on Twitter. 
you know, there's some of these guys who people kind of put on a pedestal uh, and you've come in, you've shown that, you know, pretty much anybody can do this and anyone can make it work if they just change their mindset a little bit and kind of take a step back uh, and educate themselves properly before jumping in. So again, Mike, I really appreciate you taking the time. I've had a wonderful time. Sorry, I was a little bit all over the place. Like I said, I had just woken up. Um, I'm fucking, I'm very sorry for that. Uh, but thank you. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Thank you, Charles. All right. That wraps up another episode. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I just want to take a quick second to remind you to leave us a review and subscribe to the show. We would greatly appreciate it if you did. And we look forward to seeing you next episode.